I'm Tony Delangel, and welcome to the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Tony Delangel coming to you from the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. Today we have a miraculous story that I would just love to share. I'm excited to talk about this story. Uh, I'd like to introduce to you literally one of our miracle patients. Uh, his name is Steve Hamilton. Steve, welcome welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, absolutely. And so Steve is uh, a veteran, and he was most recently a pastor, correct? Yes. Okay. And, and so I, I guarantee you that his story is going to inspire you uh, even for those of you who may not believe in recovery or that it's even possible, this is just an unbelievable story. We had to have him on the show just to share his story. So for those of you who are suffering in your own right and you think that there's not a solution, he is definitely the man to listen to. So, Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, you know, before we get started and, and just kind of uh, with your journey with Gonset, what brought you here to begin with? Well, um, I was going through some difficult times in, uh, as far as my health from years of being in the military and different things I suffered from. I was at an eight pain-wise, and they had me on medication to be able to get the pain down to at least a six. Okay. So I was living in that only at a six, and doesn't make for a good day. But <laughs> um, the more I was struggling with the different things. I was trying to find different avenues to better myself. Because one thing that I learned from the military was how to, I've got to be proactive in what I do to make my health better. Yeah. And so doing that, uh, having a little background with uh, uh, all, all the different operations that we did in the military, it taught me to be a team player. Yes. And when my nephew mentioned you, that's one thing he said is that, all the all that you do here at Gonstead is is based around that whole health yeah. and not just one thing, but it's getting you active in your own health. Yes. So that's the point. And so uh, to me, I came uh, because my nephew mentioned it. He said, you can't move your arm. You can't do anything. I had a stroke, and so I lost all the, the strength in my right arm, and I could not move it, lift it above my shoulder. Actually, I couldn't even get it above my waist. And uh, the VA was just working on my hand. They massaged my hand, <laughs> didn't do anything for my shoulder. And that's just the way it is. It wasn't that they weren't trying to. Sure. Just doing one thing at a time. And I'd been there already from April to all the way till September. And he, he said, Steve, please go and try it out. I said, okay, I'll go do it. So I prayed about it, felt like I needed to do it. I came over to Gonstead. And I said, look, I, my shoulder's out of, it's out of socket. Yeah. I know that. I can know my body well, and I know that it's dislocated because when I had the stroke, all the muscles atrophied and just let go. And when it did, it caused the shoulder to fall out of place. And he goes, oh, okay. And he <laughs> said, well, we'll take care of that. And I remember getting on the table, and he popped, and the sound that it made was, to me, relief. Yeah. And I thought, I can use my arm, and when you're you've been almost six months without like using your arm, it's quite a it's quite a thing to be able to lift your arm oh, above your head. Absolutely, and you know a lot of times people always take for granted the things that uh, just in everyday life that you know it's the simple things, but once you lose it, 
you know, it's, it, you start to think, oh my goodness, like it's, it's something that you can't live without. And so, uh, so it was more of the teen concept, teen yes. concept. Okay. And, and, and being in the military, you're used to structure, you're used to just uh, discipline and setting your days and, and things like that. And that's exactly kind of how we operate is that we are nothing as one unit. Right. And Correct. so it's, it's patients like yourself that have, you know, a complex issue that allow us to really work at our best. And so you mentioned you had a stroke. Yes. Okay. Can you kind of get into more detail with that? You lost full uh, sensation of your arm and movement of your arm. Yes. Totally okay. On my right side, my arm was just totally un- non-functional and also my right leg. Okay. So, so was, it was the entire right I was walking right on a cane and then my speech, I couldn't talk and that slowly came back. Uh, but a lot of that was... Uh, I still was struggling with when I came to Gonstead. Yeah. And I had hopes, but to be honest, at first I I thought, well, this could just be another scam I could go through. Sure. I'll try it and see if it works because my nephew said it's good, and I said, well, I'll try it. And then I liked the approach and the positiveness of the people at yeah. Gonstead. Yeah. I thought, okay, this might work. And when the moment he popped my shoulder, uh, yeah, I knew this gore. It was going to work. It's going to work. So, uh, all right. So how did that affect your life? You lost the use of your arm. You lost the, the, the use of your legs. Yes. Even your, your speech. Yes. And your wife had to also take care of you during this time as well, correct? Yes. Also, on top of all that, I, I lost vision in my left eye. Okay. It's uh, 2200. Okay. And it was just, you can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, somebody asked me, well, what you, can't you read? I said, no, you can't see anything. It's the point. But uh, I, all I know is that the way I think is I believe in medicine. God has a purpose using those that have skills to be able to adjust. And, and the things you work in, in occupational therapy can help you get back to health. Absolutely, and it takes up. I believe all of it together. You got to pray. You got to work. You got all those things together. It makes for a healthy person. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And so you're a man of faith, and is that something that you used throughout this process to kind of help get you through? Because I mean, to to lose vision, to lose your speech, to lose your arm and leg. Yeah, I mean uh, that. It's very easy to kind of to get down in the dumps over something like that. So, yes. what kind of helped you get through that entire process? Well, the, in the beginning, when this before it even happened, uh, in prayer, the Lord told me I was going to have a stroke, but He said this this too shall pass, and I thought okay, <laughs> and I said you know I had a stroke once before and it was it went away the next day, uh-huh. and this didn't. And I said, okay, Lord, this ain't happening like the last one's going yeah. on. And he let me understand through the scripture that this is life. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I didn't do anything bad. I didn't do anything to hurt anybody. I, I, it's just life. And, you know, your health gets to a certain place and strokes happen because of health. Yeah. And not taking care of things or actually other things that could happen that can contribute to that. And so, to me, it was just it meant then. Okay, this is I'm I'm in for a ride. Mm-hmm. And so, my faith kept me going every day. There were times that I felt discouraged when I couldn't pick up a spoon to take food to my mouth, and, sure. and couldn't pull my socks on, and couldn't pull my pants up. And your and wife was doing. She all this. was having to do all that. And uh, I'm a very independent man. I always have been. And to have her have to do that 
was very hard. Not not that she's. I mean, I love her. I'm thankful she would help me with those things. But uh, for me, I've always been the guy that's just able to do everything sure. and push forward. Yeah. But that's part of what helped me go through this. And I, all I wanted to do was hook up with the team that had my whole health in in mind. Sure. And was able to work together with a team in the process of, of developing a way to restore me, if it's possible. Yeah. Because I was told that, you know, you know, sometimes when you have a stroke, the connectivity in the brain does come back, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and this is the problem with healthcare is so many times you can go to one healthcare provider, they'll give you a diagnosis, yeah. they may give you a treatment plan, and it may or may not work. If it doesn't work, then you go on to the next healthcare provider. And then they give you some a completely different totally diagnosis. Different, yeah. And then they may give you a treatment plan and it may or may not work. And then if it doesn't, you go to the next provider and then the next provider. And before you know it, you're driving all over town trying to get all of this treatment. You don't know who to believe because they all said something different. Yeah. And in the end, you usually most people just stay home and do nothing. Maybe they take pills just because that's the most convenient thing to do. And then it's a downward spiral from there. So the fact that you had this level of faith and the fact that you listened to your nephew, just to take that chance. I mean, what are the odds of somebody who lost their vision, lost their speech, lost their arm and leg, going into a clinic filled with, you know, a bunch of chiropractors and rehab people and massage people and medical people. What are the odds of you repairing all of that. That's the crazy part yeah. about this, right? It is. And so tell us a little bit more than um, just in your everyday life. You said it was, it was really painful to understand uh, or just know that you couldn't do certain things. Your wife had to take care of you in certain yeah. ways, you know, and, and so that was difficult. But what kind of treatments were you doing here in the office? Well, um, we were getting the uh, chiropractic adjustments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing the hyperbaric chamber, which is, you know, brings the pressure down to a certain degree or certain uh, pressure to mm-hmm. 100. And I stay in there an hour and that reoxygenates the, the, and helps to reconnect the lost connections in the brain. Mm-hmm. And I know I understand that from the military. But so I said, I've never seen him do that. That might work. <laughs> yeah. And because I know it's helped a lot of Navy men that uh, went down too deep and that's where it started and they found out i found out they found out that when they went through the hyperbaric chamber it helped them get about over the bends but yes. it also healed other things yeah so i know that thing's where you guys got to start of figuring that out but for me um it, it just was a another avenue that i'd never tried but i knew enough about it to know that that god can use that to help it, does it work for everybody? Uh, I don't know. I think it has to do with how you believe in it. You know, there, there's, I, I used to think that, and we literally had a patient not too long ago, maybe a few months ago now, who came from Maine, and uh, she had five tumors in her breast. To, you know, she had breast cancer, and so um, she spent 80 hours in the chamber. It was oh amazing. 80 hours in the chamber, and uh, she went back to Maine, they did all the scans, and literally every single tumor shrunk. Yeah. And so we had to write her a prescription to have a hyperbaric chamber in her house oh, wow. um, because of that. And so to this day, we still keep in touch, and she's still doing that. So, yes. you know, knowing, knowing the benefits behind all of this, the science behind all of it is, is uh, that when you go into a hyperbaric chamber, just like what you talked about, 
the pressure, it increases pressure around your body and it, it allows you to uh, take in more oxygen within yes. the body. Well, you do that over a long period of time, it's going to regenerate blood vessels, it's going to regenerate nerves, it's going to regenerate brain tissue. So the fact that you're seeing all of these improvements, you're raising your hand right now. Oh, yeah, and, and we had a belt. So anytime somebody has success in our office... We have, uh, and you've probably seen this with uh, Navy SEALs, right? They yes. have the bell ring. We kind of do the reverse. Yes. You know, they ring the bell to quit until graduation, and we ring the bell to graduate and celebrate, right? Yeah. And so um, anytime a patient has success, we have them ring the bell. It's, we call it the hunter's bell because everybody wants to be healthy. Everyone wants to be happy. Everybody wants something in their life, but not many people are willing to do what it takes Right. To actually achieve that, you have, yeah. and the fact that you did it with an arm that you weren't able to to lift at one point is just it's truly inspiring. And so you just before we got on the show, you just mentioned to me you went to your doctor, and what did your doc, what did your doctor tell you? Well, she was telling me about same uh, some other individuals who had a stroke just like mine and had the same impurities that that I had, and now. They're still at the same place I was a year ago, where I'm healed. And she says, you, "You're amazing. What ha- what happened?" I said, "Well, it was a mixture of God and Gonstead, them doing the different programs that I believe helped connect back those those brain those brain uh, uh, patterns that weren't connecting, sure, weren't speaking, sure. the nerve endings that weren't speaking to each other. And one of the the coolest things I think that I was able to find going through the H-bot was I felt this tingling in my head. Yeah. <laughs> the first time, the first time, I thought, oh, what is this thing going to, because when I had the stroke, that's what I felt too, kind of, not quite the same, but, and I thought, am I, is this thing causing me to have another stroke? And I felt really, really, really funny in the head. And so I was a little concerned and I mentioned to my wife, I said, I don't know, we ought to keep doing this. But I thought, well, <laughs> nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So I got to try. I've got to do something, not just sit here and go through uh, the, the therapy every day where they just massage my hand. Because yeah. that's all yeah. that we're doing for me at the time at where I was at, at the VA. But um, I mean, they had me doing a bicycle with my arms, but that really didn't, wasn't, that wasn't helping the shoulder at all. Yeah. And it wasn't doing anything. And so finally they, they were convinced that I needed to go out and do something else. But they weren't sure that chiropractic was the key. But sure. I convinced them, yeah, I need to go. And so I went to do that. One thing I want to say to anyone who's listening, all these processes may seem strange to you. But if you have faith and believe in yourself and that God will help you. I believe in you go into these things that you will recover and Absolutely. you will heal because that's the key. It's belief, belief in anything. Yeah. If I believe I'm going to wake up in the morning and, and I'm going to start a new day, then it's most likely I am going to. Oh, it doesn't absolutely. mean I will. I mean, God comes and I leave, but <laughs> yeah. that's okay too. I like that. But the point is, it's just... In anything in life, if you want to get ahead, you've got to have the positive attitude that not only do I say it, but I've got to do it. Absolutely. I had to go out and, and exercise. I had to use them, the weights and the machine. When I came, I couldn't even lift two pounds of the sand. Jeez. 
I was just the other day, and I was doing 40, well, 50 pounds and, and lifting, and the lady that was helping me said, she said, I can't even lift that. <laughs> and I thought, okay, I've gained. I've got some, I've got a head. So that's the whole point was just see where it was and where my hand is now. Absolutely. It's all a part of a process, and it's a team effort. Everybody here at Gonstead has, has been a part of what my recovery. Yeah, we don't achieve this type of result with just one person. It's impossible, you know, and, and it's just something that everybody has something to bring to the table. The medical people have something to bring to the table. The rehab people have something to bring. The yes. chiros, the massage therapists. And when you combine, all of them are good, but when you combine all of them, Yes. That's when the magic happens. That's when the power happens. And then, like you said, we just had another podcast not too long ago about raising your belief lid. And when people have the ability to raise that belief lid in themselves and have confidence in themselves, the sky's the limit. You can do yes. whatever you want, but the, po- the power is actually in the mind, right? And, and what's crazy about this is human beings, the number one most powerful thing or advantage, you should, I could say, with humans is their mind. We're the only ones who have this conscious thought of what we're doing, what we can do next. We can process everything that we do throughout our days. Yeah. And most people don't use their minds. <laughs> so, you know. What's one thing in the military did teach me to observe, adapt, yeah. and overcome. And that's been my philosophy in everything I do. I uh, love that. When I had to relinquish my pastorate because I couldn't speak and can't quite pastor can't speak yeah and so I had to let go then that was hard because it's something I love and it's part of but going from point a to point whatever bz or wherever you go you have to learn that in the process sometimes you have to let go things yeah and it's not the end it's just you're not doing that one anymore I still see myself in the future being able to minister and speak and testify about what had, what process I've gone through. So that you bring up a good point. Just moving forward, what are some of your goals? Now that you got that piece of your life back, right? And again, our mission is to change the way healthcare is delivered so people don't have to suffer anymore. Yeah. You do that by creating one opinion, one treatment plan, all done under one roof. It gets rid of all confusion. Yes. It the success rate, there's a 98% success rate here because we do this. We drop the egos. Nobody's better than anybody else. No. We work as a team, just like what you said in the military, and we see this kind of results all the time. So what are some of your goals just for your future? Like Now that you got that back, what do you want to do? Well, one of the things I plan to do, I know the Lord is leading me to, is I'm going to evangelize around. And part of it, my expectation is to be able to speak and deliver the the faith to people to know that they can do something they don't have to just sit there and take pain pills yeah they can get up off the couch they can go work out and they can talk to god and god can give them strength when it's hard and when they feel like they're suffering and it's like no end they can trust the lord to help them get it through it it's yeah. it's how you think if i say there is no i have no hope i'll give up but if i say i'm never giving up no matter what, even if I suffer all the way to the end, I'm going to do my best to make sure I've done everything I know how to do to get over the edge. And if I do that, then I know that <laughs> it's going to be different. 
Amen. And you know what? You you probably realize this right now. You're evangelizing as we speak. Yeah. Because as people listen to this, and they are maybe down in the dumps, they may have, have had something similar happen to them in their own lives. You are such an inspiration for people, and you don't even realize it. We don't know why certain things happen in our lives. But what we do know is that what we suffer with, we can, we can help somebody come out of that darkness. Yes in their circumstances. And so I want to thank you for just coming on the show and, and just sharing your story. It's an amazing, amazing story. Um, we wish you nothing but the best. We're extremely thank proud you. of you and you're, you're definitely an inspiration to everybody who listens to this. Well, thank you. Uh, the, I guess the best thing I can say is that if we work together, all of us, one of the great things special forces taught me is you don't, just sit back and, and cry about everything you, it's happening. You have to do something about it. And Absolutely. that's what we've done. We went not just with getting my hand working back, my arm working back, my speech and walking and all those things, but realizing just because I had to let go of something doesn't mean it's the end. Absolutely. I let go of the church. Uh, we were selling the building, those things. All that can be emotional damage to you mm -hmm. if you're not thinking that there's something else that's going to happen. I'm moving to a better better plane, a better place of thinking, and going to be used in a different way. Well, that's what I'm doing, talking here. I'm telling people that if they'll come together and work together with Gonstead, that they can see that there's a process where they can heal and become better. Uh, better in any avenue they choose if they want to. They have to make their mind up, though. Absolutely. And that I think if I go into something, I always want to have a goal. But what, what is the end result? And that's what they need to come into constate with. What's my end result? So that way they can explain to you guys what it is they want to accomplish so you can get them there. And that's what team effort does. Absolutely. And folks, if you've been listening to these podcasts, you can kind of see a common trend. It's 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 patients who don't give up on themselves. It starts with the mind. It starts with just having that belief lid raised in your own personal life and having the faith in yourself, faith in God, and just understanding that uh, that is what it takes first to overcome something as, as big as this, where you lose your, your vision, your speech, yeah. your arm, your leg. Like, that's a lot. And you have full access to all of that now. Yeah. And, and the weirdest thing is when I first started this journey with the stroke was I was not able to shave. I've got a beard, <laughs> and I've never had a beard in my life. Well, it looks good. And, and I grew it because <laughs> I couldn't shave it. But see, now that those things are working back to where I eventually I will if I want to do that. I don't think I might. but uh, Well, I, I may not think. recognize you if you come in here without a beard. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole point is... This is a milestone. It reminds me of where I was yeah. and now where I am, which is a, a big difference. If, you just, if I could just tell anyone listening, encourage you, at least try it, because you'll find out. There's always, is, it, is it easy? No. You've got to work. Yeah. But if you put faith in yourself, like he said, and you put faith in the program, you're going to come out at the end and you're going to be better. Absolutely. Guarantee it. <laughs> Absolutely. 98% is our success rate over That's the last good. several years for patients who follow through with those recommendations. And so, folks, if 
what we ask is if you know somebody, maybe with a similar condition, like he said, there's patients that had a stroke around the same time that he has that are still in the same condition, still dealing with the same disabilities. And a year later, you got your life back. I'm back. <laughs> so, folks, if you enjoyed this, we ask that you please share this to, uh, with your family and friends and all, all of your loved ones. This is how we become successful. This is how we grow. We have been growing exponentially for, for uh, patients like yourself. So I thank you for coming on out. Oh, you're and uh, if you guys like this or if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to us at the Gonstead Unfiltered Podcast. But until next time, we'll see you then. <laughs>